Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit national gambling support line 800-522-4700. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest Special Edition, the weekend of September 10th, 11th, and 12th. The Muckleshoot Gold Cup back at Emerald Downs. Uh, no event in 2020 due to COVID restrictions, but uh, some glorious history in this event. Joe Withy, Vince Brune from Horse Racing Northwest, joined by Gail Skunkcap, publicist, broadcaster for Indian Relay Racing all across the northern tier. Gail, good to see you once again at Emerald Downs. Hey, it's great to be back, Joe. Man, it has been a long time. Two <laughs> years and three months exactly to be back. I'm so glad to be back in the house. Hey, we are looking forward to it. It, uh, it's Those of us around Thoroughbred Racing really appreciate the athleticism, the horsemanship, uh, the excitement of the Muckleshoot Gold Cup events. It's... Uh, quite a bit different than regular thoroughbred racing with its uh you know saddles and and equipment um but it's sure true horsemanship and and you have a little history of the event which started a few years back here at emerald downs it did yeah uh this uh as we mentioned is the fifth annual already and it was all kind of new back in 2016 but we saw carlson I uh, believe of the Blackfeet Nation, Chaz Racine was the rider that year, getting the win. And then 2017 Star School, remember Isaiah Crossguns, Joe, and the bet. show he put on? 2018 Abrahamson uh, with the rider Scotty Abrahamson. And we will mention that there's more than just one guy on the team. Gail will get into some of that, but we're just mentioning the rider right now. And then 2019, 27 months ago, that was River Road and Darren Charges Strong Jr. Uh, winning the final, and that was another great relay. So, yeah, already into our fifth annual event. All right, yeah, as we did miss last year, but it's generally in a springtime occasion, and there's a pretty good uh, uh, scheduling now for Indian Relay, basically across the west and the northern tier, Gail, uh, and uh, you've been involved in a lot of it. 
Um, but the Muckleshoot Gold Cup, uh, we take pride in, and I think you guys like coming here. Oh, this is one of the, the last big hurrahs for us. This is um, a lot of the teams throughout um, Relay Country know this is the big show. And this will be my last big event for the for the season. You know, we've been really busy since it opened prior to um, COVID opening up. And um, we've been going since May. And so um, I guess I, well, after that long layoff and then this time now, um, I'm ready for a little rest now. I, I have to get conditioned to this once again after going for so long and then taking it off. So great to be back. One of the last big shows. The teams all know it is the big show. Yeah, well, that's great. We we like to hear that. It's a $67,000 purse and there's entertainment. Uh, many of our local fans are uh, certainly familiar with the Muckleshoot Gold Cup now after starting in 2016. So Friday... Uh, no thoroughbred racing, but we are open all day for full card simulcasting, opening ceremonies around 6.30 on Friday, September 10th, free admission all day at Emerald Downs, and we'll have three qualifying races on Friday. Saturday, thoroughbred racing starts at 5 o'clock, and it's been a really great mix as we've raced our thoroughbreds on Muckleshoot Gold Cup racing days and uh, stopped for some qualifying heats and, of course, uh, we want to get that special post time out on Saturday, September 11th. First race goes at 5 p.m. First thoroughbred race at 5 p.m. We'll have three qualifying heats once again for the Gold Cup. And uh, Sunday, first Emerald Downs race at 2.30. And the Muckleshoot Gold Cup will be the championship race. A couple of consolation races as well. Some good purse money for all involved and Gale, uh, 18 teams this year. Uh, that's a pretty full lineup. And uh, you want to go over a couple of the highlight teams that uh, you expect to, to do well or some of your favorites for the Gold Cup this year? You're right. 18 teams. We did scale back three teams. You know, normally we run in June and then we run 21 teams, but 18 teams that so we went um, back to this year um, hopefully we can go back to our June time our June date we did have a lot of scheduling conflicts with a lot of our judges and um, that, or that was just about it our judges with school and them starting and all that but um, being here with the 18 teams it's exciting you know it's an invite only a lot of these teams are invited based on their um, consistency their willingness to travel uh, the placing where they go, um, all of that stuff comes into place when we're selecting for the Muckleshoot Gold Cup. You know, we have a great um, lineup this weekend um, d in spite of the three teams, um, or despite, I guess, excuse me, our first heat um, to run today is going to be Little Badger, River Road, Cayuse, Counting Coup, uh, Pecani Express, that's two, two and one, and OMAC Express and Grizzly Mountain. You know, this first heat, Joe, is going to be really exciting. We got the Little Badger team. Um, that's Justin Lawrence's team. They're coming to us from the Blackfeet Nation. Uh, their rider is going to be Robert Bob Gray. You know, that guy has been, he did, uh, he had a wreck a couple of times, oh, about three, four years ago on the track. Um, kind of busted himself up it's good to see him back healthy again um, moving really well and it's good to be um i'm glad for him to be back with little badger what a great team uh river road as we mentioned earlier when we started we mentioned they were our our past champions the last time we had this in 2019 that's darren charges strong was the winning rider on there 
But um, Cody Brown changed riders this year, mm. you know, so it's that's going to be interesting. Tristan Burdenground, 16-year-old, young kid, great rider, comes to us from the Absaliga Nation. So they're going to be looking to repeat um, to defend that championship of the Gold Cup. Those guys are from the Absalica Crow Nation, teepee capital of the world. And then in box three in heat number one is Cayuse Express. They come to us from the Colville uh, Confederacy. And that's um, Casey Neesom's um, bunch. And they have a they put together a great bunch of guys. Um, Dreamer Best, you know, this kid has been awesome or phenomenal. They've been um, doing some great um, um, racing. And um, they did make a couple championships earlier on. They did go to Oklahoma. One of the newest ones was this Oklahoma. Counting Coup. Now, this is Narciss Rivas. He comes to us from the Blackfeet Nation. Added a new sponsor this year from the Kalispell Tribe. Uh, partnered with Counting Coup. That's um, Chet Bluff or Mary Chet Bluff. And Narciss Rivas is one of the all-time greats of Indian Relay. Comes to us from the uh, Blackfeet Nation. These guys are going to be in contention as well. You know, they like him here at Emerald Downs. And OMAC Express, you know, that's Tyler Peasley's bunch um, at OMAC Express or OMAC Washington. Tyler has always been tough, but I must say they have been on a down streak. I heard they have, they won last week, I think in Waterville, a couple races they won there. So it's great to see them back. Maybe they'll break out of their slum and um, do some winning here this weekend. And Grizzly Mountain, Kerry Cardin's team, man, those guys are always tough. That talented trainer, um, Captain Kerry Carden comes to us from the Colville um, Confederacy at OMAC, Washington as well. And then Oliver Pagodas, you know, this guy's in his early 30s, a tall rider, probably about 6'1", 6'2", a veteran rider. This guy knows what it takes to win. Uh, great to see him back. I would like to see him get a championship before his riding days are over. And that's heat number one, Joe. That is loaded. Vince? Well, I was going to ask Gail, if, if folks are coming out tonight and they've never seen Indian Relay Racing, we know it's probably one of the oldest sports in America we've heard, but how does it basically work? Um, we, so we got six teams competing in the three heats. Now they're going to race two miles each heat. Is that correct? They're, they are going to go around the track twice. We have this, this race is not the typical Indian Relay race of where there is three horses and four four um team members we're adding four horses and what do we have six team members we're going to have one exchange it, it's the rider that's going to start on a mounting start in front of the grandstands they're going to go the half a mile on the back stretch they'll exchange for the first time they'll have two teammates back there one of them is called the uh, catcher or mugger the other one is the uh the setup man that guy has got to have the horse in perfect position but first of all after that exchange i'll go into um they'll make their way around for a complete lap they'll do the exchange in front of the grandstand the same thing the mugger will be there the catcher the setup man and um they'll make their final way around again for their final exchange and then back to um back to the mile track again i guess but but the way that works is the um Oh, how do you say it? The uh, speed of thoroughbred horse racing, the consistency, the teamwork of NASCAR, you'll see Mm -hmm. in play, and the wildness of rodeo. You know, that's what Indian Relay, and that's what it is. You know, the the, uh, adrenaline, the excitement is in the air. The horses feel it. The riders feel it. And the mugger, what I mentioned to you earlier, the mugger is the catcher. When the rider comes in for his first exchange, the horses are going about 35, 25 miles an hour. He's got to gear down to 
possibly five miles and hopefully he does the the catcher has got to catch the horse if the horse gets away from him that's an automatic disqualification the rider has to pounce down on two feet jump both feet got to touch the ground unassist it he needs to jump on the yeah. next horse and go that's where it's important for our kit or our setup man he has to have that horse in perfect position for the rider to get on and go so they say what do they say off on and gone you know if it works that way smooth if not you know anything can happen uh, you can go from first to last you can be leading on the first lap come in the last and anything can happen on that exchange because the horses are feeling it too that's what Joe mentioned, the athleticism. Oh, oh, man, these guys off and on the next horse. It is really something How to many watch. times have you seen just the, the toes barely touch the yeah. ground of the yeah, rider? It is an art. And yeah. he just leaps onto that next horse. The and athleticism is insane, and, these guys. And Gail full well knows and just uh, portrayed that, how important those exchanges are. Because you just mentioned you can go from first to last really quick if you have an awkward exchange and you've got to go by the rules as well but uh so two miles uh three switches one at the half mile pole another in front of the grandstand and a third at the half mile pole so four horses involved and many of these horses uh you know we've seen the names many of them are from emerald downs or thoroughbreds that have raced locally in the past that's correct yeah I've, we've heard sometimes like oh. i remember roy lum selling a couple and all sure. that and these as Gail mentioned, they're going like thoroughbreds. They're going 30, 40 miles an hour down the have, straight here. Have you done much riding yourself, Gail? In my earlier days, I did, but not not now. You know, yeah. it's too hard. I, I can't lift my leg up that high anymore. Well, you're a big, you're kind of a big fella <laughs> too. So, but uh, just riding bareback as opposed to riding with a saddle. I mean, I'm not a rider, but uh, it just. It's just got to be a huge, huge difference. Well, you guys talked about the skill and the horsemanship on that. You know, it's what our native people have done for, you know, over 500 years, probably are in the early 16, the mid 1600s when the horse came and the natives first discovered that, you know, bareback was their only option. And, you know, it, it when we did, we used the dog for a lot of our transportation to haul um, to move stuff and you know we depended on the dog days they called them the dog days back then when the inception of the horse came in you know it enabled us to be better hunters it strengthened us in warfare and it broadened our territory you know so the horse is really sacred and it's brought a, a lot of um it enabled the natives to do a lot more with that but now the warfare and the hunting and all of that stuff you know we, we still do um compete but it is on the racetrack rodeo events dif different equine events like that too but you mentioned the uh, the amazing um horsemanship of them riding mm -hmm. bareback on it you know these thoroughbred racing it's um you know that's straight muscle in between their legs there and working the whole time man it's tough to to, to fathom that you know, and you can imagine going 30 miles an hour bareback like that. You know, they're working the whole time just as much as the horse, you know. So that's quite a gift. Yeah, the the control, as Gail said, the muscles, the balance, the the fighting, the bonding with the horse. Uh, it's really something. And it goes back 500 years. And uh, we're pleased to have the Muckleshoot Gold Cup here this weekend. Just uh, some of the entertainment that we've become accustomed to is back as well. The Black Lodge Singers will be back, uh, Native American Drum Group, and uh, Nicole Sayama will be here to sing the national anthem and do some other 
songs as well. She is tremendous. Ryan Yellowjohn, one of the favorites of mine. Oh, and that guy, a hoop dancer, that is just mesmerizing. Uh, his ability to to move those hoops and him moving himself. He's going to be back for some performances as well. And uh, Nez Perce, the Riders and the Horse, uh, they're going to be out early as part of the opening ceremonies. And uh, they do some processions also. So just uh, some great add-ons yeah. there. And I wanted to mention just what an undertaking this is, Gail. The uh, organization involved, they get 18 teams out here. Yeah. I know you work closely with Jack Hodge and his people in the backside. You don't get a lot of rest when you come out for Indian Relay Racing Weekend, do you? No, I don't. That keeps me going on my toes here. We've been busy in the office the last two days. We've came in at 8.30 or 9 and then been, didn't leave the office till about 5. You know, So it does take a lot of preparation. I got a great team that I oh, Your daughter, Jenna. Oh, yeah. she's Fantastic. great. And, you know, to... to to be on Jenna's boat and to, you know, she's a, a, a runs a tight ship, you know, if, if you don't listen, you know, she'll let you know about that. Even me too, you know, she, she keeps me in line as well. <laughs> I notice she has the answer to a lot of uh, questions that come up. And uh, so, yeah, Jenna Skunk Cap is a, and, a fantastic. I'm sorry, I just want to interject one yeah. other thing. The competition, this is very serious. Gail, you remember, was it two years ago or three years ago where... It was quite harrowing coming down the lane in the championship heat. It took, what, about a half an hour to resolve it. And uh, it was... Uh, an inquiry. An inquiry, just like we have in regular thoroughbred yeah. racing. And that was uh, kind of showed just how important the competition is to all involved. You know, that's interesting you, you say that. We just talked about that maybe a half hour ago. We had our judges meeting and we talked about that inquiry and all of that and, and what happened on there. And it, I'm proud to say the team that we bring, our judges team, we try to get our judges from different tribal affiliations that no horses, no gate racing, and no Indian relay. You know, so that all comes into factor when we're picking our judges, plus a different geographical area of their different their tribal affiliations and not directly related to the teams. You know, so that is tough sometimes, but we're able to do it. It's one that gives us our uniqueness here at Emerald Downs. And, um, you know, the controversies like that, we did it, like you mentioned, it did take us 20 minutes, half hour to resolve. At least. Um, at least. And then um, we did hear that the Stewarts resolved that in about 10 minutes. So we were pretty proud about that, you know, to, to, that the decision we made, that the Stewart chair made the same decision too. And we did let them know about that. And, um, you know, that tells me that I bring a great team of judges here too to, to make all the calls. I think that was uh, Scotty Abramson was the winner that year, wasn't he? Uh Yes. Mac, I believe so. Yeah, that was in 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, who are two or three of the favorite teams this year as you've been following uh, Indian Relay for 2021? Oh, my gosh. You know, the, <laughs> you it, the it's, it's tough, and you are putting me on a spot. You know, I mentioned earlier in that heat number one, we had Counting Coup, Narciss, Rivas. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what those guys done. Uh, they came, a lot of those teams went, these teams went to Oklahoma. Um, some in Nebraska, we just had Crow Fair. A lot of these teams are, are at their peak right now. Their horses are in good condition. You know, to medicine is, you know, they made the call this year. But that's one of the um, 
talented horse trainers of Irvin Carlson of Carlson. You know, he's running two teams this year of Carlson Relay and Two Medicine, and they're going to be going against each other in heat number mm -hmm. two. We got Two Medicine, and this heat is going to be an awesome heat to watch. You know, we have Abrahamson, our past champion, Star School, our past champion, and then we got some new guys to this heat number two, Longfeather from the Standing Rock Sioux Country. Um, that's Richard Longfeather, and he's got a, a rider, Jace Longfeather, Feather, great kid, 16 years old, and we'll see what he's got. And then Black Rock Relay. These guys have been um, in the winner's circle a couple times here at Emerald Down. So that's our lineup for heat number two. Um, you mentioned about the dark horse. Um, or not the dark horse, but my pick. Okay. I, I don't know. Maybe be to medicine the new team because this kid, um, Chaz Racine's nephew, high school kid 18 years old well just graduate 18 years old chaz was seeing a great veteran rider talented he's about six one six two cody carlson for two medicine he's maybe five ten five eight but can jump like a cat <laughs> so that's going to be interesting to see what happens there and then scotty abrahamson from abrahamson that guy is just talented and then preston butterfly from star school and then um we had blaine derush another 18 year old talented gifted athlete as well from blackrock so that is um you know it's a tough one but if i was leaning some way maybe to medicine okay and at 5 46 p.m sunday is the championship how we got three qualifiers friday and three saturday mm -hmm. so how do we decide who the six teams are in the final it's on based on money one throughout the weekend uh -huh. here on um, friday and saturday would go based on money one and that's what um, categorizes all of our races for Championship Sunday. We have the first constellation, the second constellation, and then Championship. And all of that is in um, uh, chronology of based on money won. Okay. And then I believe if there is a tie there, then it would go to time, uh, the lowest cumul cumulative oh. time of the events. Right. I think uh, Jenna brought that up yesterday. So... Uh, we'll have the judges. Uh, they'll have their work to do. Uh, and uh, 18 teams getting ready at Emerald Downs for the Indian Relay Weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, again, free admission on Friday, September 10th. First race will go about 6.45. Muckle Shoot Gold Cup opening ceremonies and three qualifying races. And then, again, uh, Thoroughbred Racing starts at 5 p.m. on Saturday, September 11th with three more Muckle Shoot Gold Cup qualifying heats and Emerald Downs regular Sunday schedule for 2.30 p.m. start for thoroughbred racing, two consolation races for uh, some good prize money in the Muckle Shoot Gold Cup and the championship race. And uh, you mentioned the time of that. Uh, 5.46 p.m. Sunday. 5.46 on if Sunday. If all goes well. Gail, are you calling the races this weekend? I am. I'm going to go. Um, we're going to try something a little different this year. Tom is going to be calling from up top too and i'll be doing the commentary down below so yes and no are or, or i guess yes we'll be i'll be calling them we'll be doing a double team like yep. a tag team right approach on. to it well we need to get your voice out there and your expertise yeah tom will be calling uh uh after the exchanges happen and i think gail you're going to be doing all the exchanges uh, you know that part of it really okay. well so that'll be great and uh the races actually will be on youtube uh 15 to 30 minutes after each race, you can watch them on YouTube. Go to Emerald Downs' YouTube page. So 
Muckleshoot Gold Cup weekend, not far from a start here at Emerald Downs on a Friday evening. Gail, uh, so good to, to catch up with you and get the who, what, and when, and uh, we're looking forward to an exciting weekend. Great. I'm excited. Thank you for being here on Horse Racing Northwest, and it's on to the Muckleshoot Gold Cup weekend at Emerald Downs.